Welcome to Faith Family of Forest. We're your host, Oliver. And Annabeth. We are so glad you're here with us today. So on this special episode, we have Samantha and Alex. Yeah, we've never talked to them before, but we really enjoyed this conversation. And y'all will see why in a few minutes. Um, They're just awesome people, really. Yes, and boy, do they preach the word. Yeah. This whole podcast just dives deep into some of the difficulties that military people go through in their life and that married couples go through. And just honestly, it just wraps it up into a nice little bow for your ears, and you're just going to love it. (laughs) Bows for your ears. (laughs) Yes. I love it. So if you enjoy our show please go to itunes and rate and review it give us some five stars give us some good reviews so other people can also see that and maybe start listening to our show as well and follow us on insta and twitter at ab and ollie absolutely hope you enjoy thanks okay welcome to the podcast thank y'all for being on so why don't you just introduce yourselves tell us Fun facts, whatever y'all want to tell us about yourselves. Okay, so we are Alex and Samantha Danko. Um, I grew up in Tallahassee, Florida, and I formerly taught third grade. Um, Alex is from California and went into community college and then decided to join the Air Force about a year into that. And... We met about two years into his enlistment, and we currently live in Clovis, New Mexico. I've never um, even heard of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty much in the middle of nowhere. It's right on the border of Texas and New Mexico. Okay, that's cool. Um, fun facts, we have two dogs. First one is named Crumb. He got his name because I lost a bet when we got him. We couldn't decide on what to name our dog. So we did a three-round competition where we did bowling, trivia, and mini-golf. And whoever won got the final say-so in our dog's name. Alex won. I did not. So we named our dog Crumb, like a breadcrumb. I love it. That's so fun. <laughs> do y'all do that with other stuff, too? Competitions to decide anything in life, I guess? Uh, we're for our actual child in the future. Okay. <laughs> not, not really. We did it. We did it not. We ended up not doing it when we got our second dog. We but we named him Pie because we figured if we had Crumb, we'd have to have another food name. Yeah, for sure. Pass up. Yeah, that's really cute. Are y'all gonna yeah. get more dogs in the future? You think, or it's too too many? Two is two is pretty solid. Two's a sweet yeah. spot. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, we have one dog, and I just. I don't know if we could even have two. I don't think she would be happy if we had another animal. I think she'd be really jealous. Yeah, she definitely <laughs> would. I think there's some subtle hints of jealousy between them every once in a while. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I totally sure. can understand that with animals. Dogs have personalities. Like, it's really funny. Oh my God, especially when you get to see how different your two dogs are. Like, I would imagine once you actually start having children, like, obviously it'd be way cooler to be yeah. able to the personality differences in that then just because in between dogs it's definitely prominent yeah for sure. sure so how exactly did y'all meet so i was stationed in florida for a time where she was living and teaching mm-hmm. uh i was going to church with her aunt and uncle okay uh, and uh, me and some of my buddies uh, who were stationed down there as well we went to 
dinner in their house occasionally. Yeah. Uh, one night, they invited Samantha over, and they invited one of my buddies and I over, so um, we just met at dinner at her aunt and uncle's house. Were, but, were the aunt and uncle trying to get y'all together, or it just it just happened? They, they claimed they were not, okay. but <laughs> yeah, I think that her aunt was um, like subtly playing matchmaker. Yeah. Between yeah, because she'd always been talking to Samantha, you write about, like, oh, there's these great guys that go to our church, and they're really... Yeah, she claimed that... I was a teacher, so it was right at the end of my school year, and I was about to have two months off, and she had made the plug, like, a few times that she wanted me to have, like, some good Christian friends to hang out with during the <laughs> summer, but then that night that we met each other, I had no idea what I was getting into, because... We walked in, we like hit it off pretty well that night, but like we go to leave at the same time we walk out and Alex is there with one of his really good friends and they like walk up to like this red beat up like moped and that was Alex's only vehicle at the time. And like that night, like he rode off on the moped with his buddy on the back. Oh wow. I was watching him drive off and like, I had had not very much experience with anybody in the military or being from the South. I was like, he's from California. Like what in the world? And then for him to not even have like a real vehicle, (laughs) I had no clue what to expect. That's so funny. So, um, you're not teaching anymore, right? Correct. Okay. So what, how did you decide not to teach? And was that, a difficult decision or how did you do navigate that? So I taught for two years in Florida and then once we moved out to New Mexico I taught third grade here one year mm-hmm. um, and he was going to be deploying which he just recently got back home from but where we where we are is about 18 to 20 hours away from either of our families right. and I wasn't overly in love with the idea of being like so isolated here with him being gone for such a good chunk of time with Mm -hmm. there's not freedom within the teaching schedule um kind of kind of prompted me to start looking for what I could do as an alternative that would allow me to be able to leave a little bit more while he was gone and be able to go see his family and go see my family for longer than just like a three-day weekend um so that's, I, if we took a really big leap and said that I would take this school year off, I didn't quite know what I was going to do at the time. I thought maybe I'd teach English online, but then summer got started. I got started with this workout program that I had signed up with a girl that I met through social media. And like, as I started that journey throughout the summer, it kind of had this light bulb moment like, oh my gosh, like, what if I could actually be a coach and what if I could do what my coach is doing and other women need something like this too and it kind of sparked that interest to where I just kind of just started sharing my passion and slowly but surely over the past eight to nine months I've been able to grow it into an actual business from home and I was able to do it while he was gone I was able to do it in Florida with my parents and when I went to go see his family and so it was never, like, the plan, but it's been really helpful, especially with military lifestyle. I'm thinking about having to move quite a bit in the future, having a job that's a little bit more 
easily movable with me. Yeah. I'm so, I'm glad that worked out because it's like you got to see, you have your passion with teaching and then you have a newly found passion that you get to explore and really grow. And that's, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I just love that. Yeah. I think that's good for people to hear too, because you might have originally thought you were going to be doing something else and then God has another better plan for you too. So I think that's a good example of that. Um, so Alex, what about you? Like what made you want to join the military? Um, so like what Samantha said, like I was in a community college for a year and a half, like even there, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I just went to a recruiter's office and started checking out some things and yeah. um, found this job was very appealing and very well-rounded as far as um, skill set. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was pretty attractive to me as far as like being well-rounded. And I didn't, even at the beginning, like I didn't come into this thinking like, oh, I'm going to do 20 years in this job. Like, All right. I've a draw, like I said, to the well-roundedness, so just do things for experience and gain knowledge, and um, so joined, and uh, like a year and a half, only like three semesters at the community college, and um, my parents were both military, but they were Army, so they had the whole, you know, Army experience that they kind of shared with me, and they actually urged me to go Air Force. Oh, really? Yeah, I just think Air Force would be better for you, and um, so decided to go with that. And uh, I've been in almost five years. Um, got to move around a couple different places. We're in Texas for uh, a year and a half, and then um, Florida for a year and a half, and now here for two years. So it's been really cool just traveling, seeing other states. Like we do a lot of. Um, training trips to other states as well, so we've been uh, we've been around a bit, and the deployment was really cool. We got to move around a little bit there as well, so it's been an awesome experience overall, and that's more or less exactly what I was looking for. It's just a cool experiences. Yeah, that's really cool. So um, you mentioned deployment earlier. So was this year our first deployment, or have you been deployed multiple times? Yeah, this is my first deployment. Okay. So when I first up here um, in New Mexico to this unit, they were deployed, um, and our cycle is about a year and a half home and then six months deployed, so uh, I just hopped on this next rotation with them, and uh, this was my first one, and uh, we were stationed out at Qatar where we did all of our work. That's pretty sweet. During your deployment, like, what was, for each of you, so, like, what was the most difficult part for you, Alex, with you being gone and working, you know? all the time and then what was the most difficult part for you Samantha being at home and just kind of like you know obviously all that entails of being separated with such great distance okay so for me our relationship when we were dating and then even during our first year of marriage has included a ton of time apart with him being on different training trips so the physical separation of deployment it's definitely a downside but I don't think it was that hard for me the thing that or the things that I ended up missing the most and were probably more areas to press into the Lord the most was just him being gone for the little things. Like at church on Sundays, our church, um, when we take communion, they always encourage that the head of the household takes that time and prays 
over their family. So, like, I would, like, especially feel his absence during that time or, like, Christmas when you see everybody posting pictures with their family and you're really happy for them, but there's part of you that just misses the one person that you want to spend it most with or getting to cook dinner. And it was just, like, the little things that we live life together and not having him there, like, whenever I would get to meet new people or getting to experience really new fun things that I would enjoy, but then not having him there made it, like, a little less fun. Yeah. So that was my favorite. I mean, my, like, the most challenging part for me. Right, yeah, right. for sure. Uh, for me, it was, uh, it was challenging just getting along with some of the guys because a few guys that I deployed with um, were not from our unit. We right. just kind of were, like, a a group of guys turned together last minute to go to this location. Um, so we had a couple different units thrown together for this group. And it was only about six of us. So we were all working together all day, every day out there. So uh, I have a pretty different personality in general from the guys in this whole career field. Um, primarily just being the, the fact that I am a Christian and uh, have probably very different morals compared to everyone else, but um, we get along well enough. So there were just times when dealing with these guys was um, just a little frustrating. And like Samantha was saying, the physical separation, it wasn't terrible, but not having Samantha around to like come home to and just hug and be around and spend time together. And like you said, cooking meals and even the food out there was it was good, but for six months, yeah. the same day, like, oh, man, <laughs> I'm so done with this food. <laughs> so was, that was one thing definitely looking forward to was going home and having a home-cooked meal. Um, but another major struggle was for me was uh, God taught me so much out there, and I'm sure you can imagine when God teaches you things, it's usually through something pretty rough. So, um, like, as soon as we got out there, like, I, I messed up with one of our missions. Like, kind of, it wasn't a huge deal. It didn't, like, stop operations in the whole area. But it was just, like, a stupid mistake. Like, what the heck? And so I'm thinking to myself, you know, initially I was like, well, God, you brought me out here. Like, you got me on this deployment. And that was another story, like, being on the deployment in general, like I didn't think I'd deploy, but yeah, God worked his way. So got me on the deployment, which was awesome. Major blessing. But so I'm, I'm messing up out there and I'm thinking like, God, you brought me here. Why are you like bringing me here just to see me fail? And that was really hard to deal with. And I was already kind of in a rough spot with, um, I, I failed one of the courses we take for another qualification, like, right before deployment. Oh, man. Yeah, and that was, like, um, eight months in the making. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and that, like, God brought me into that as well. And I was like, man, you just, you keep bringing me in these things, and I'm failing and failing. Like, what the heck is going on? And one of the verses that we've been working on memorizing is Psalm 1, 3 through 4, and that's... Um, He's like a tree, a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season. Um, 
and its leaf does not wither, but the wicked are not so, but are like chaff driven away by the wind. And I just kept thinking, like, I was so set on, like, the being planted by the, the river part, because, like, I mean, Samantha is clearly by her river right now. She is, you know, reaping her fruit. Uh, this is her season, and I am not in my season right now. <laughs> so it's just a struggling and trying to, you know, find my identity in this career and this job where God put me. It's like, okay, God, you brought me here for a reason. Like, I'm going to lean into it. I'm going to work hard. And I'm working hard, and I'm failing. Just keep failing. So I'm like, what in the world is going on? So uh, finally, on this on deployment, like when I messed up this one mission we had, I um, God really spoke to me through that and really showed me on my heart what what I've been working for, and that was myself. The whole um, like eight months I was telling you, like trying to get this qualification, like I was doing it for myself for my reputation, for my name, and um, just to, you know, look cool or whatever, and all the other guys were doing it, so I better be able to do it, and right. kind of just live by earthly standards, and very concerned what people thought about me, um, so God really showed me that on my heart, he's like, no way, dude, like, it's my mission first, and um, so that's something I'm really leaning into is, you know, God's mission comes first, and everything else will fall in line. You know, pursue advancing His kingdom first, and even through like the whole deployment, feeling like I wasn't doing so well, like definitely got to have some very powerful moments of you know building friendships and being able to minister to people and um, serving in the chapel uh, on on base there. So incredible opportunities and regardless of uh, how I felt like I was failing, but trying to redefine failure and success mm -hmm. and tweak those to, to be more in God's eyes and not, um, not the, the world's definition of success. So yeah. that was big. Wow. That's so good. <laughs> You're dropping wisdom bombs really? on us, man. I wasn't that's, prepared. Yeah. That's uh that's super humbling to, Thank you for sharing that for sure. I know that can be uh, tough, especially in being in the military. And there's so there's a lot of stress, one, with missions and just being ready to go on those, being qualified in your different areas. So I can totally understand. And a lot of our listeners who are also in the military can really relate to that. And just not like when you fail and then you're just and you reflect on it even in your successes too. And you're like, why did I do this? Like I, I passed the test or I failed or whatever the case is. And you're like, looking back on it, you're like, wow, I'm doing this for me to, so to sit back and really realize like, okay, like let's get this in check real quick and let's see what's really important in my life. And that's, you know, expanding the kingdom of God and growing closer to him, loving all my family and then pushing God's love outward, you know, and that's, yeah. and that is so important. And the fact that, you know, you grew learning this and you like grew in that is just, that's amazing. So that's, I, I love that. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. I think that's really cool too, because you could have definitely done the opposite and like gotten frustrated or let that crumble you in a way, but instead you like turned it around and made it into a good thing and saw God and even through that difficulty. So I think yeah. that's really good. <laughs> um, so 
obviously, I mean, I think whenever anybody thinks about, oh, my husband or my wife is getting deployed, like, you're going to think about difficulties. Um, and then when you come home, obviously that's super exciting. You want to come home to your spouse, to your family. Um, but were there difficult things about coming, returning from deployment? Um, yeah. Yes and no. I, I think the, I'll like loop back around to it, but like Alex grew a ton during deployment and I know like leading up to him leaving, I had a ton of anxiousness probably up until about a month or two out and then really started like pressing into the Lord and realizing like, okay, Lord, this season's going to happen regardless of how I feel about it. So like, please help me press into you and like use this time to grow us both. And like so much growth happened for him and for me personally while he was gone Mm -hmm. that it was definitely like, it ended up, I mean, mostly sweet, but like it got close for him to come home. And like, I had grown so much that like, I was almost a little bit sad to say goodbye to that season because it, the Lord took something that I was dreading and stay deployed. But, like, he had taken a season that I was really burdened by and then took it and grew me and, like, allowed me to meet some of the coolest girls and connect with girls that were also going through deployment during that time. Mm-hmm. That when it got, like, actually got to the point where it was like, oh, like, we have a homecoming date. Like, <laughs> and we're now into single digits. And, like, I had grown like my business that I'm doing from home now, like almost entirely while he was gone. And I had a routine with that. And so I definitely was definitely like a, okay, obviously we're excited to be back together, but like, how is this going to look like on a practical level? Like we haven't been living together. Right. We've been eating the same foods. We haven't been doing anything like the same for six months now. Um, and actually the night before he got home, it was, Ended up, like, looking back, it was a gift from the Lord, but, like, we were on FaceTime. He had already landed down in the States, but was not back to where we are now. And we were on FaceTime, and I don't even know what brought it up, but we had, like, a pretty tense moment over talking. It started with finances, and we were trying to, like, navigate getting in sync with that. And it ended up being, like, an hour-long conversation that, like, started with one simple thing and, like, I don't know, you want to take it from there and better elaborate on that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so a major uh, issue, I guess, I mean, we we had just taken a financial peace university with Dave Ramsey, just, I mean, months before deployment, I think. It wasn't too long. We weren't, we were pretty fresh into that, and we had that app, the Every Dollar app, pretty cool. Um, But anyways, we... uh, We've been trying to maintain, like, or trying to set at least, you know, discover what our standard of finances should be and what what our categories we're dividing money into and where we're allotting those funds. And um, so we're still trying to figure all this stuff out. And I didn't make the smartest financial, some of the smartest financial choices over deployment. Um, we just had, like, a couple opportunities to go, um, like, into marketplaces and um, stuff like that. So I, I was getting upset with myself, like, man, I'm not even maintaining the standard of like our financial standard. How can I expect Samantha to uphold that 
if I'm not even doing that. So I'm getting frustrated in myself. And then that conversation we had the night before is... He came home, before like 12 came hours, increasingly in down. Yeah. yeah, this came... And I guess, like, the tensions have been building up for, at least for me, like, this whole time, like, a, a few weeks before I'm coming home, I'm like, we need to talk about this. Or to myself, I'm thinking, we need to talk about, like, this is, this is a big issue and um, we need to hash this out. But the other half of my head is like, no, like I'm going home soon. Like this should, this should be a time of rejoicing. Like right. we should have threatened like nothing but good feelings right now. <laughs> but on the contrary, we had, uh, I at least was, you know, stressing myself out. I don't know how you were feeling on this side, but, um, yeah. So we finally get to that discussion. And, uh, like she said, it was just a major blessing. Like we got to really hash some stuff out and, um, just see into each other's hearts with that. And, uh, really see into my own heart uh, with seeing that discussion or having that discussion. Uh, so um, getting that out of the way was very helpful the night before instead of, you know, the car ride home from base. Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't we happy right now? <laughs> but it, it worked out well. And even, even on that car ride home, like we had, um, I don't know, where, where we were in, in Qatar, like that base is pretty built up, so there's Wi-Fi, so we, we were able to talk just about every day, um, so we were definitely up to speed on each other's lives, so coming home, we didn't exactly have a ton to talk about, mm-hmm. it was basically just, how was the flight, and how was <laughs> yeah. your day, after you yesterday, so the drive home was, you know, just some silence, I mean, some casual conversation, but kind of in my head, I was like, why aren't we, like, why aren't we just totally thrilled right now? Like, why aren't we talking about everything? Mm -hmm. It's like, we talked about everything. (laughs) So it was weird having that expectation and then seeing the reality, which it wasn't bad at all. No, it was awesome when you got home, but it wasn't, I don't I guess people, like, really place so much into emotions where like the Lord has used military life to teach me more about like our marriage and Alex being a huge gift and a huge blessing, but not he's really like with him being gone half of our first year and then half of our second year, he's kind of taken away that like my like tendency to want to lean into just Alex for being like my security and my dependency and has made me, like, really appreciate him, but being confident in my identity in Christ first. And I think that's, like, one of the biggest blessings in military life because, like, it was awesome when he came home. But I wasn't, like, I didn't stop living while he was gone. Like, we didn't stop, like, put our lives on hold for six months. And then, like, we were all of a sudden whole again once we were back together. It was, like, man, I really missed you and I really missed the little things. Mm-hmm. But now we just get to do fun things together, not, like... I'm complete now that you're home. Yeah. I don't know if that, but it was more, it was just a fun reunion, but it didn't like complete our lives. Yeah. No, that's really good. Yeah. I think it's also when you see like, you see so many like coming home videos and stuff on Instagram when, you know, there's soldiers or airmen or, you know, midshipmen or whomever come home from deployments and stuff. And it's, always happy but then like it's so different nowadays than it was maybe even like 10 years ago with like how y'all were talking about you're still connected on the deployments you know several times a week if not daily like y'all were and so that whole daily day-to-day life you can still get across which is a huge blessing but at the same time like 
I don't know. I can totally understand how y'all just be stressed about finances and things like that. So you, you're definitely not alone on that. Um, you know, so, but that's, that's awesome though. Like how you find when you're each other are gone, you find your identities in Christ. And then when you're back together, you can start pursuing uh, each other as well as that identity in Christ. And it just makes that perfect triangle working towards each other as well as working to God. And it's just so beautiful. So. Yeah. Um, so we don't, we have not met each other in real life. Um, basically I know y'all through Instagram, um, but on Instagram, on your stories and stuff, y'all have been and talking with us today. Y'all have just been really open about your faith and about loving God and going to church and all that kind of stuff. And so really just why, like, why did y'all, or did you make a decision to say like, we're going to be really open about this or did it just naturally happen oh gosh i don't think there's (laughs) i don't think there's a way that i could share with anybody in real life or on social media if it wasn't anchored back in our faith that's just going to naturally blow out yeah, I don't really know how other to answer that question other than like there's no way that I could not share about that. Yeah. That's that's like the perfect answer if you yeah. really think, if you think about it, that's like that's the best answer you can give, mm-hmm. you know. I think um I mean, I'm sure there are some ways that you could fake it, but just with y'all, I mean, it seems so just transparent and real um even through just Instagram stories that you I just I can see that y'all really do love Jesus and love other people through that. So I appreciate that. Yeah, I think uh, even just this morning we were at church service and one service or one uh, verse brought up is John 13, 35. It says, by this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. So, Yes, like not only like how could we not share about it because we are so in love with Christ and that's a huge part of our lives, you know, that whatever that song is, like to tell my stories, to tell of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I mean, we both grew up in faith-based homes, so it's obviously been a part of our lives, mm-hmm. our whole life. So yeah. uh, we don't know anything other than that, uh, but also developing our own faith now in our marriage, I think it's definitely been stronger. Um, you know, two is greater than one kind of thing. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been awesome just the way or how, how we can love each other like that and also sharing, you know, how we can love each other like that is because Christ is at the center, because Christ first loved us. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. First John four nineteen, it's on our wall. Love <laughs> you first loved us. Uh, so yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I love yeah. that man. You're really y'all are preaching, and really? I'm all about <laughs> it. So, amen. amen exactly. <laughs> okay, so kind of our last question. Uh, our topic for these spring episodes is dealing with difficulty, but we try to pick out a Bible verse that goes along with that. So our Bible verse this time is Isaiah 43.2, and I'll read that real quick. And then I'll just ask y'all, what are some examples of how you've seen God um, just with you through deployment and through life, really? Yeah, Alex, you kind of <laughs> covered a lot of it, too. So yeah. We'll just dive yeah. in a little bit deeper. Um, so it says, 
When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned. The flames will not consume you. So really just how have y'all seen that played out in your life? I'll relate it back more just to this most recent season of deployment. And like I mentioned earlier, prior to him leaving, like that year ahead of time, like I was super anxious I guess like talking about going through the waters like I like there's part of me that knew that it was going to happen and I knew I was going to get through it but I was dreading it like I did not want it to happen like there's part of me that wanted to kick back and be like Lord like this isn't fair like other newlyweds get their husbands home all the time like and he's been gone so much and now he's gonna be gone for six more months and like why me like this isn't like like, this just isn't fair. Um, and then as we got closer through, like, to deployment actually happening, and part of it collides with, like, taking a leap of faith to step away from teaching for the year, and, like, mm-hmm. that led to coaching. But, like, I honestly look back now for the time that Alex was gone, and, like, I want to almost cry thinking about what if the Lord hadn't allowed that to happen because – like, the thing that I was dreading the most, the Lord has probably used more than anything else in my life to allow me to be able to connect with other women. Like, while he was gone, I genuinely, and a lot of it, like, stemmed, like started through social media, but then it led to, like, let's hop on a FaceTime date. Like, hey, like, let's take this outside of just, like, DMs and, like, let's yeah. get to know each walk through the season together. And it provided a way to be able to share about my faith in a much bigger platform and connect with a much broader audience of people that are walking through deployments. And I just, I see the Lord's hand all over that because I walked through that season. Yeah. Like there are tough days, but man, like the Lord took that and like supremely blessed it and opened doors that I never would have dreamed of. And yeah, I'm just really, really, really grateful for that season now, looking back and even in the middle of it. And I see like how the Lord, like we walked through the waters of that and it was just a really huge gift, honestly. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> awesome verse, by the way. That's really encouraging verse. Um, I think this whole deployment has been a fiery gauntlet for me. Yeah. I certainly have been walking through that, but uh, looking back on it, I mean, I'm still breathing. I'm still mm-hmm. here. I'm still loving my wife. I'm still loving life. So I have not been burned because God has been with me the whole time, which is uh, really cool. And even going back to those um, mistakes uh, I was talking about on the deployment or um, even just interacting with the guys I was there with, Daily, I mean, all non-Christians. Some I had awesome conversations with, um, and some I had still good discussions with, but uh, it was more just them sharing their negative opinions of religion. So I just kind of, you know, took those blows. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, I just kind of run with that. So, uh, And I can't even help but think um, about, you know, most of the characters of the Bible, you have Moses who stuttered and hated being in front of people and mm-hmm. begged him away from the duties he's 
he felt like he was burdened with, and David, who, you know, was a murderer, and you just look at all these characters, and those are the people God uses, Mm -hmm. so with all my mistakes, and with all the mistakes I have made, and all the ones I know I will make, uh, God only knows what I'll make, but um, that's who God wants to use, is the, the broken people, and uh, the people you'd least expect, because that's how you see God's grace in those things, and that's how you see, oh, there's no way that guy could have done that. That had to be all God. Yeah. So seeing, uh, you know, all the, the things that I messed up on deployment, it was, like I said, absolutely a blessing, and um, showing me my heart, and I know I'll continue to fail, but that's where we grow, and that's where we become more Christ-like because God shows us our hearts and uh, especially together Samantha and I like we can encourage each other with scripture you know God's word is the ultimate encouragement and so yeah we we walk through fire unscathed and we are not overwhelmed by uh, the rivers that come for us because God is walking with us which is super encouraging and knowing that he uses us regardless yeah wow Man, you just, you sure you don't have a call to ministry? Yeah, like, really. <laughs> maybe, maybe in a couple years. Maybe in a couple years. With the Air Force. <laughs> well, who knows? God will use it, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. He has a plan. Yes. Right. We just might not know what it is. <laughs> Guys, I hope you all just enjoyed the show. We had such a pleasure interviewing Samantha and Alex, and it was just such a great time getting to know them and really hearing their stories and overall just dealing with difficulties that we have in our life throughout the military and just living life. I would like to give a shout out to all the listeners out there. Hopefully this episode we pass our 1,000 download mark, and Annabeth and I are very excited about that. And that's all I have to say about that. Subscribe, comment, and share.